podcast. The goal of this podcast and this community is to support and empower you in your journey through your motherhood and your womanhood. I'm Erin, your host, and I have been down in the deep of the shame and the shock and the overwhelm of being a single parent. But I want to teach you what I've learned to come out of all that into a joy-filled motherhood and womanhood that I love. I will help you focus on three areas that have the potential to make a huge difference in your life. Number one, strategies, rhythms, and systems that make your life easier. Number two, making the most of your money. And number three, we'll focus on taking care of you and figuring out what you want, my dear, because you are the boss, the queen. You are a beautiful soul. So follow this podcast, join the community, and let's start working on that right now. Lately, I have been so happy, just filled with joy or like this feeling of bliss. And it's not like I'm sitting on the beach watching my kids build a beautiful sandcastle in the sunset. Nope, that's not when it is. In fact, the last two times when I really got this feeling was when I was taking care of my house. So I felt it when I was washing my windows and I have these really old pain in the butt windows. Like I have to take off the storm windows and, and in the spring and put in the screens and it's these really difficult springs. So it's not like it's this easy thing. And Oh, and I have one of those doors that like you turn it and it's all these panels of glass. Like why would somebody make a door with 42 panels of glass that you have to wash? I don't know. So it's not like I'm just, I have these easy windows to wash, but I just, I was washing my windows and I just felt bliss. I felt joy washing these windows. And the the next time I felt it was mowing my lawn. So it, and my weed whacker, I was weed whacking and my weed whacker was broken. So it's not the actual activity that I'm doing that's bringing me this joy. It's just like in my heart, I'm feeling this joy. And it's, I'm so grateful constantly for my house. So I wanted to do an episode about what to think about when you buy a house. So this is coming from someone who has bought a house and I'm just so grateful and have such joy over it. Okay. So I have my little list here. I'm going to go through. So number one, patience, have patience. It took me a long time to look for and find a house. I started looking in 2019 and I finally bought in 2022. So like spring of 2019 to fall of 2022. And I know not everyone has that time, but especially if you're buying, if you can be patient, be patient. It's a big purchase. Be patient. Um, next, financial savings. I had a, I had a savings and I had a very good idea of what I wanted to afford financially, not what I could afford, not what the bank told me I could afford. I'm saying what I wanted to afford. I had a very good idea of my budget. I was living in that budget for a while. Like my, my rent, I had pretty low rent at that time but I kept playing with what I could afford for rent. So I would budget more 
for my rent than I was actually paying. And then I would just put that money into savings because I wanted to live in that budget for a long time. So let's just let's make it easy with these numbers. Say I was paying $500 in rent, but I was budgeting for $1,000 just to see what that felt like. And then I put that other 500 into my savings every month. So one, that was a way to save money. And two, that was a way to see if I could really afford it. Different people say different things. I've heard like 25% of your income. We shouldn't go over that. But I feel like that was, you know, it might be, if you have a lower income, you have to go higher than 25%. So like, but try not to go higher than 33%. You got to play with it. You got to live in that budget and play with it. And it really made me motivated to save. So patience, a long time when you're looking for a house, live in the budget you're looking for. Okay. And then another thing I did when I was looking for a house, I started taking care of my house like it was my new house. So I stopped putting off projects because I was going to move. I had this in my head. I'm going to move. So I'm not going to fix this. or I'm going to move. So I'm not going to decorate this bedroom the way I want it. Nope, I stopped doing that and I just started treating my house like my new house. Kind of like a energy thing, like if I treat my house wonderfully, I will get a new house. I know that sounds a little woo-woo, but I really did that, like, and I feel like it was part of it. Um, of course, pretty average, list out the things that I really wanted. That's pretty normal. List out the things you want in a house and put them in order. And as I was doing that, I, of course, thought about things I liked about my current apartment and things that I didn't like that really helped me with what I wanted in a house. So another thing you have to think about, of course, is location, 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 location. And for me, it was hard to be sure because I drive 35 minutes to work every day right now. So I was looking at houses closer to my job. But then I would have had to move the kids' schools and really move away from my support system because I have a good support system here. I have a big extended family and people who are willing to help out. So I had to make that choice, like, do I want to be closer to work? It's not that far. I Definitely my kids will still see their grandparents and family. It's easy enough to come on a Friday night to see people but I won't be right there or, you know, or do I want to stay here in that support system? So that was a really hard choice. And I went back and forth and I definitely looked at houses in closer to my job in the city that I worked, but I ultimately decided to stay in the city 35 minutes away from my job near my support system. And I have a real, I have a good support system. So once I decided on the city, I just drove around the city without even looking at, like, without looking at houses that were for sale. I wouldn't go on Zillow or anything and look for houses. I would just drive around the city and look for neighborhoods that I liked. I, I did that in the other city that I was considering as well. Just what neighborhoods do I like? Which ones have a good vibe to me? Which ones... Like, I like nature. I wanted to be closer to nature. So I was looking on the edge of town. I like I neighborhoods. Like, what neighborhood looks nice where the kids can actually go outside and play? 
Those were things that were important to me. What houses, like, just I drove around looking at the neighborhoods before I would go online looking at houses. So then I, like, had in my mind these neighborhoods that I wanted to live in. So, again, that goes back to patience because it took a long time. Okay, so I looked at, I looked at as many houses as I could without a realtor. But then eventually, like, they wouldn't even show me the house if I didn't have a realtor. Uh, so one thing to think about is getting a good realtor. So definitely, what is a good realtor? Well, someone who has experience and someone who looks out for your best interests and just doesn't want to sell as many houses as they can. And someone who's not going to charge you when you're buying a house. Like, yeah, I think the sellers always get charged, but you can find realtors that aren't going to charge you for being your realtor when you buy a house. So how do you know if someone's experienced and looked out, looks out for your best interest? Definitely look at their reviews online. I kind of went more by word of mouth. Um, and then honestly, in the two different cities I was looking at, I had two different realtors and they were both single women. Not that I wouldn't have trusted a man, but I don't know, something about these single women, I just trusted them more like they were going to do well by me. They saw that I was a single mom and they wanted to do well by me and I had a good feeling about them. So look for a good realtor. It's important. Uh, and I looked at a lot of houses with them and then I would feel bad because like they'd show me a house and it seemingly perfect but I didn't like it. So then I'd have to say no. And then I felt bad, like I didn't want to waste their time. But eventually you just have to get over that because again, this is the biggest purchase you're going to make and you need to be sure, you need to feel good about it. So you got to get over that dumb stuff like that. I asked a lot of questions to my realtor, a lot. And she always answered them the best she could or got back to me and right away and I just trusted her that she was going to take care of me. And then when I actually like put in offers on the houses, I didn't know what I was doing. I had to trust her. I had to trust her expertise. That's why I, well, I'm not paying her, but she gets a cut of the sale, you know. So I asked a lot of questions, but I just trusted that she was going to take care of me. I just had to trust her expertise. So when I was actually out looking at houses, the number one thing that I would ask myself as I was looking at these houses was, can I take care of this? That was my main mindset. And you know that one of the things I teach how to move forward as a single mom is simplicity. And so I could not give myself a ton of work. I did not want to give myself a ton of work. I know myself well, and I know that I have to look beyond the trends, beyond the cute kitchen, although I love all that stuff. But the thing I need the most is be, to be able to sustain my peace. I don't want to be overwhelmed. So that's the question. Can I take care of this? So I would look at the yard. Can I take care of this yard? Is this going to be too much for me? And I would picture myself taking care of the yard. What about the age of the house? Because that matters. The older the house, the more it is going to need to be updated or fixed. Am I going to 
have that. Like, so I had to look at the price, not like if the furnace might need to be replaced. Am I, is that part of my budget? Do I have savings for that? Windows, roof? I had to think about that when I thought about how much I was willing to pay for a house. Uh, the size of the house. Am I going to be able to take care of the inside of this house or is it too big? Is it too small? Are we going to have enough room to put things so that it's orderly? Does it feel overwhelming or do I feel like I can take care of it? And I would try to get that gut feeling. Can I take care of this? And then back to my finances. Financially, can I take care of this? What needs to be done? What electricity bill? You know, the bigger the house, the bigger the heat bill, the bigger the electricity bill. Uh, so I had to think about all those things. That was really my number one question. Will I be able to take care of this by myself? So after I put in an offer and I didn't get one, and I felt rushed because of the market. Okay, so again, the market was bad. Well, not bad. It was great. The market was great when I was looking for a house for sellers and for buyers, but it was just so rushed. I just had to let go. So I believe in God and I just had to believe that God was going to take care of it and God was going to get me what I needed. And this goes back to the patience. I just had to let go. Like I'm going to keep doing my part, live in my house. Like it's my new house. Look for what I want. Ask the same questions. Do not give in and just have patience and trust that I will get the house that I need. And that that's what happened. I got the house it is perfect. I have so much joy. And I mean, when I say it's perfect, I mean, it is perfect for me. It is content. I am content and I'm happy and I have joy and bliss. So that's it for now. That is what I learned from looking for a house and the things I thought about when I was in the market for a house. I hope this was helpful. If you're looking for a new home or a new apartment, I hope you find exactly what you need. And if you're a single mom who wants some positivity, motivation, and some guidance for moving forward in the direction that's right for you, press follow or subscribe in your podcast app to follow this podcast and follow me on Instagram at Soul Mother Community. One more thing. I'm also putting something special together for people who are ready to get in control of their money. So definitely head to soulmothercommunity.com slash money and check that out. Thanks for being my life.